All right, guys, what's up, everybody? This is a uh, mini, mini segment that we're doing uh, here on Remembrance Day, November 11, 2020. We are doing what I like to call just the news. So it's essentially geek news and rumors. Um, so if you guys are watching this, uh, it's going to pre premiere on November 11th at 6.30 p.m. in our usual time slot. Unfortunately, we were not able to produce the show this week. We all had prior engagements that, unfortunately, we could not get out of um but myself dave and our special guest k were able to jump in and do this uh mini segment that we're going to be doing we're probably going to be on for like 20 30 minutes we're going to see how much time it takes to get through all the ridiculousness that we've seen <laughs> in the past week in the news um i think that if anything dave let's start this off because this was the one that really you and i were both really upset about this and uh and it feels <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. Maybe we so, should like Kay read it so that yeah. we have a Kay, you read it Kay, and you will react the headline and just yeah. give people <laughs> I feel like if we jump in, we're gonna sound like angry bitter people. Uh, but I might sound like an angry bitter person as well. So <laughs> I mean all right, so I guess um I guess we're talking about Lucasfilm. The, the executives from Lucasfilm actually defending the Mandalorian's controversial Baby Yoda moment. So I'm not even uh, somebody that watches the Mandalorian. You guys know yeah. that. But um, anyways. So this uh, is, this was for those of you who haven't seen it and for those of you who are waiting until all the episodes of season two have dropped and are going to binge them on Disney Plus, I understand that. I've been seeing a lot of people do that, um, which is an interesting conversation in itself about the model of streaming content these days that some people are willing to wait week to week and some people are willing to jump in at the end of a series, even though things will get spoiled like this. In episode 10, The Passenger, Baby Yoda is seen eating the eggs of a frog woman who is traveling with the Mandalorian uh, sub light speed, specifically because she's carrying the eggs that she needs to have fertilized by her husband who lives, lives in a different quadrant. Um, the reason it's important to travel at sub light speed is because traveling at light speed could damage the eggs, which was a very important part. Uh, she is at, I guess, the end end of her cycle. Uh, she implied that these were the last of the eggs that she could produce, uh, that if she didn't get these eggs fertilized, it was the end of her line for her family. And that was why it was very important to have as many eggs as possible for as many opportunities, chances of them getting fertilized. Um, in the episode, however, Baby Yoda is seen eating, the <laughs> opening the canister and eating the eggs from the frog woman, not once, not twice, but on three occasions, um, actively seeking out to eat them every chance he got, uh, with Mando pretty much being a parent and having to be like, no, and like almost having to smack his hand to get him away from it. Um, some people took the internet, were very upset. They felt that it was making fun of women who... I, I I'm not gonna try and I'm not sense. trying to disrespect the women and their opinions. Uh, I, but th some of them were upset. They felt that it was making light of the idea of a woman who has limited chances for child rearing. Um, they thought it was you know the the, the fact that the frog lady repeatedly <laughs> sorry Kay's face, <laughs> the fact that the frog lady repeatedly kept making the point that this is. Uh, detrimental to her existence. They, they felt that it was very mean-spirited and an insulting joke. 
Um, okay, so now that I've done the serious journalistic thing of explaining it, can we tear this the fuck apart? Because it is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's the Dave, definition of stupid. No it offense. Is. Got- Whoever is doing this is no offense. You're allowed to have an opinion. Yeah, but and a, you're reading way too into Star Wars, and this yes. is stupid. First of all, we're talking about aliens. One, there's no human, like, and Star Wars are their own thing. They've never associated saying that a specific species relates to any culture or anything to do with actual yeah. humans. One, as much as two, people on the outside have tried to, they themselves have never done it. Yeah, and furthermore, like this is also a natural thing that does happen in like the animal kingdom where other animals eat the eggs or children of other lesser beings. Yeah. Third of all, I guarantee the fault. There's a few points here and I'll sum up my hate very quickly. One, (laughs) if you're a meat eater, you're fucking stupid. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. If you eat eggs, shut the fuck up. You're stupid. (laughs) If you're a vegan, (laughs) mm, if you are a mother, Who's being like, upset yeah, by I what feel I'm like... saying? All I'll say is this: if you feed your child meat or eggs, you're a stupid fucking hypocrite and don't understand what your own argument is. Yeah. Drop the mic. Um... I can't be mad at what you just said. I it's like I can't be mad at it. I cannot be mad at it because I'm reading yeah. this and I'm like. Stop putting your own trauma and your own perception of of your reality onto something that is completely, completely, completely coming out of somebody else's imagination. Like, first of all, we're talking about it's it's a baby fantasy alien. Okay, it's a fantasy baby alien. So first of all, we can assume that if ever aliens work in the same way humans were to work, it's a baby. Babies are known yeah. to do things that they don't like. There's consequences they just don't know. They don't understand. They don't oh, care. They just do things. That is, one. Hey, that is a valid point. Yeah, that's a baby. One, two. Yeah. Okay, the baby ate the eggs. How many eggs were there in the canister, anyways? You know there's what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Three. It's fiction. Just let people be. Just let people's imagination run wild and do things and trying to change them because it does not fit your narrative. First of all, I'm pretty sure you just started watching fantasy and anime things anyways because that's the new wave. And I'm bothered by that. So don't be trying to change people's imaginations when it comes to certain things. It just bothers me. Why? Why was a child, a a baby alien, not supposed to because the lady alien said, these are important and these are my last eggs. Actually, it is what it is. It's, it doesn't exist. It's created. But so if I, I, I am the creator and I want the baby to eat the eggs, the baby going to eat the eggs. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I want to latch on real quick to one of the things that Kay said that I didn't even think about. I think one of the most important things in the story is that the idea that a baby would do this is more important than how you feel um a baby who sees something that looks tasty will put that something tasty in their mouth they're babies there's no they don't have the comprehension of what this action means the ba- and i mean i didn't even think about it this way but kate is to the point the the baby doesn't understand when the woman says 
this is the last of my line. I'm trying to protect my lineage. The baby doesn't care because the baby does not understand that. It means absolutely nothing to them. They don't get that. You're speaking pure gibberish to the baby. That you can see in the show that the baby, the the child, uh, uh, we, as people are as the name, um, doesn't fully understand everything Mando says, but more the energy of what Mando is saying. Like the 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 child reacts to the tone of the voice or the energy that Mando gives off. So when Mando seems tense or angry, the child closes its pod because it knows something's about to happen. It understands body language. And and another aspect of this, super quick, and I, I, I'm, I'm done with it after, if these eggs were so important to her, as someone who watched the episode, why did she leave them in a canister underneath down below? Uh, if... I know that I know that's victim blaming. Some people will say like, "Oh, she should have been able to trust it." But I'm sorry, the child. You're leaving a canister full of something with alone with a baby that doesn't understand. It doesn't know anything. I I, I personally would want to keep a closer eye if I felt that this was the end of my line. And I, like I get the victim blaming argument, but at the same time, you got to take a little bit of responsibility in watching something that you say is that important. That to me seems important. So anyway, See, uh, I, I'm gonna show I'm gonna show how the victim blaming thing can't even happen, and that you shouldn't even said any of that. So first and foremost, well, I completely I mean, agree with I, both. No, 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 no. I, I don't want to trip that up. Bl victim blaming is victim blaming. She has it is victim blaming. Yeah, it is. I don't want to try and that. turn that away. Yeah. I, I'm not arguing that, but I'll, I'll I'll put a very strong reason why it shouldn't be a, a discussion. First and foremost, if anything, I think this is more of a commentary on how important parenting is. You're supposed to properly take care of the Yoda baby to make sure he's not doing something stupid and or putting things in his mouth that he's not supposed to. Second yeah. of all, if I, if I have a kid or eggs, I'm going to protect them. So she should have never let them out of her sight if they're that important. One. Two, there's this saying called fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, I'm a dick. And that's what this is. Like yeah. You, yeah. you, It happened once. It's the baby's fault. It happened a second time, eh, third time. This is you not being a good parent, technically. I would, yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, I don't address that to her. I address that to Mando. Mando saw yeah. that the child was doing it. It seems like in the show, the mother never noticed that the eggs were being eaten because she never it seemed. It was only Mando? Yeah, because when you watch the episode, it doesn't seem like she realizes how many eggs are go have gone missing. And I don't know how many eggs the child ate like you can't tell like i just i definitely know at the beginning of the episode the canister looks more full than at the end of the episode i don't know how many the child ate i know they end the episode with the child sneaking one last that he had kept and popped it in his mouth as the episode ends and it's just like that is a dark dark idea but also hey like Case said, this is a fantasy fictional universe that this child is not a co direct correlation to you as the person, and you have to be able to watch these shows for what they are. And Kay also touched on something that I think is important, that one day, I'm down to discuss it, the, the, the new interest in pop, uh, geek pop culture is leading to a lot more policing in the writing of that content. And I don't necessarily find that interesting because people are trying to put their personal morals onto fantasy worlds where these fantasy worlds don't fit in our narrative. Yeah. But, that, but that's the world. point. 
Agreed. And also eggs. It's a fantasy. Yeah, yeah but water. also eggs. Also, like Dave said, we eat eggs. These yeah. are unfertilized. We eat unfertilized eggs. There are some cultures that eat fertilized eggs. These okay. are unfertilized eggs. I don't see the problem. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was, that, was uh, that conversation was pretty much the, the main reason why we wanted to jump on and have this. Uh, but there is more geek news out there uh, this week. Uh, Matt, well, first off, Johnny Depp is, has uh, resigned from Fantastic Beast franchise. Um, for those of you who don't know, Johnny Depp was in a libel suit with a UK newspaper called The Sun. Uh, the libel was because The Sun called him a wife beater after allegations about his assault towards uh, Amber Heard were written up in the newspaper. Uh, Depp took them to court because he said being called a wife beater is libel, and they were waiting for the case to move forward. Once the oh my apologies guys I forgot to mute that part. Uh, once the case was heard, the judge essentially decided that well, I mean, they called you a wife beater, and based on the evidence that I've heard from Amber Heard and the evidence I've heard from other people, sounds like you beat your wife. Um, so he 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 uh, judged in favor of the son, and Johnny Depp lost his case, which meant. Now Warner Brothers had the decision of, you know, do we keep someone who's been called a wife beater and is has lost the case defending themselves as such against such a name? Do we keep them on? They decided that they didn't want to keep him on and asked him uh, to resign from the, the franchise. He did, didn't fire him. He was asked to resign, um, uh, which I don't know if any anybody else read uh, the other piece, but he still gets paid his eight figures for shooting one day even after resigning which is wild but that's a that's a whole other well lord knows he's gonna need that money for all his legal debts now but no he's not having to pay out to he has to pay his lawyer and stuff but i don't don't think he doesn't have to pay out to the son from what i understand he lost the libel suit it was his suit against theirs i don't think he has to pay unless there's some stipulation where he has to pay for their legal team but that's a whole other thing um but yeah, man, he he's been uh, he's he's resigned. Uh, I think one of the things that I find unfortunate about this whole situation is I Amber Heard also came out as being abusive in this. Um, yeah. and there's a there's a petition now on Change.org that is trying to have her removed or ask for her to resign from her Warner Brothers project, which is Aquaman Aquaman Two. Um, what do you guys think? I don't. Know. I mean, what are your thoughts on it's this? Not, I I've read few th- things far in between about this, but I remember when I was first reading it because it's obviously a few years. Like it's been like over a year that this has been happening. Um, I I don't like saying this because you know, being a guy, I don't want to like say, oh, I'm just defending a guy because I'm defending a guy. But from what it sounded like, it sounded like she was very very abusive in their relationship as well. Um, yeah. Is that to say that Johnny Depp? didn't do the things he did. Maybe he did, but maybe he did them out of defense. I don't know. Like I've not read any of the legal documents, but I also know for a fact that like, she's essentially robbed, like their divorce. She was already essentially robbing Johnny Depp. Like if you actually read the figures and stuff, I was like, wow, like even being who he is, like, are you even going to have money after this? Because like, she's getting like something ridiculous to like, like a hundred, somewhere between 50 to like a hundred grand a month in like alimony or whatever which can you look that up while i i i'm going to explain so i just want to know the fact can you look that part up 
to see yeah. if you can find that story. I guess you could try and find because it, it was an article I, re I read like yeah, over a year ago. I never heard alimony Johnny Depp. Um, yeah. Kay, what are your thoughts on this? I just, just because I, I want him, if we could uh, cite the source when he, uh, for what you said. But what are your thoughts on this? I, okay, so in any situation where a man beats a woman, um, this is never okay. Right, it's it's yeah. never okay. In a yeah. situation in which they both beat on each other, that's a diff. That's a whole different conversation, in my opinion. That just yeah. means the two toxic people got together, never knew how to get out of it, and just decided to get physical with one another. Um, yeah. And now, in the eyes of society, society tends to take uh, the plea of women in that situation based on, you know, prior conversations in mainstream media are also based on the fact that usually, you know, in a lot of cases, you know, it happens to be the men beating on the women when there's also instances of women beating on the men. But when yeah. it comes to dealing with two people that are, um, you know, beating on each other and being abusive towards one another, I feel like the law might need to like review how they deal with that a little bit more. Because it seems that in in these situations, the men always end up being the one that has to, you know, deal with the consequences and the women might yeah. have to deal with it less. But again, saying that it's never okay for anybody to beat on anybody. I'm not giving excuses. This is not me making excuses or anything. I just feel that if you're really going to give justice to people, it needs to be justice for everyone equally. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now, you know, there's a key, apparently I'm, I, I was going through articles. There's there's a few statements in, in these articles that mention the fact that there's witnesses that state that on many occasions she was abusive towards him. But there's also statement yeah. that said that on many occasions he was abusive towards her. So does she deserve to lose her job? Mm -hmm. um, well, he lost his job. So why yeah. wouldn't she lose her job? You know what I mean? But then what would, at the same time, I don't have the facts on the extent to which they were being aggressive and abusive towards each other. So that's difficult okay. to say. That's a fair point. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, I, oh, sorry, you found, you found, uh... I, found, I found something that at least gives a little bit. So basically at the end of the day, I, I found a Forbes article and although it is glorifying her in the sense that she, apparently she got $7 million from the divorce and she's going to donate it to charity. Uh, reports oh. soon emerged that Heard was seeking fifty thousand a month in alimony. Okay, but then, but then they ended up reaching a settlement of seven million dollars, which, like, yeah, it's still like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's just a little weird. And like, honestly, her play to like donate that money instantly to charity. I, I'm, I'm sorry if if I was someone who was potentially doing something wrong, like being part of the problem. Yeah, that's something I would do for people to ignore me. Yeah, I I think I definitely see what you're saying in the sense that she's taking advantage of. So she knows she was abusive. She knows he was abusive. They were both abusing each other. To make it to play it up, though, she you know was trying to get fifty thousand dollars a month or whatever alimony. They came to an agreement for seven million. She donate that money and says, um, I'm, and if anything, she probably donated the money to a charity for abused women. Because I'm just thinking, if I'm a fixer and I, or, or if I work in PR and I know Amber's side of the story and I know Johnny's side of the story and I know eventually her actions are going to come out and she's also going to look aggressive and abusive, I'm doing everything in my power to make it look like she was trying to A, get better, B, give money to a system that would support and protect people who've been abused. 
Um, so again, if she gave the money, if it's $7 million, silver lining to this very unfortunate situation. I do, however, think that, like Kay said, if you're going to remove Johnny from his project because it came out that he was abusive, I feel like if Amber, because there's a lot of stuff in those articles where they both were aggressive, both abusive, um, they both were actively trying to hurt each other, both emotionally and physically, it sounds like. Johnny being the only one tossed under the bus is unfair. I will flip the script on it in one way, though. I understand that Johnny's punishment is coming from a system that didn't always address men abusing women. And, and that's... This is this is very much like I was saying. This is a pendulum swing, right? The pendulum is swinging hard the other way. Um, you know whether or not Johnny was the aggressor in the relationship or the primary abuser in the relationship. They were both abusive, but because for so long women did not get retribution or did not get seen for the abuse that they were dealing with, Johnny is getting part of that, and that's unfortunate. But I I also understand that that movement happening. It, it no, is a thing of course and like obviously historically speaking it's always been in, in, even like you know not to like bring it down on a physical level i mean it's always been something historically it's been more men and then obviously in these types of scenarios one would always imagine that usually the guy's bigger or, stronger or whatever so obviously the likeliness that the man is doing more of the physical hurting is more yeah. likely like you know but for me yeah. just the concept of like we do have to like i agree with the pendulum swings and i agree that we we have to do those things so that like the the, I mean, the, or, it, the ogs of this problem I, get their I'm hands not, slapped when i say pendulum swing it, i'm not saying it's a must i'm saying it's a societal shift that's yeah. what it is i'm not yeah. saying they, they i don't even think they're doing it intentionally i think it just happens that we start to make these decisions based on the fact that it, it, it there's a shift and that's just the way it's swung right now uh okay sorry Oh, you're muted, by the way, Kay, real quick. Um, sorry. Also, the fact that this is a very public figure. We're talking about Johnny Depp. We're not talking about, you know, like, it is well-known across the world. So I think sometimes it's also to make a statement that, yes, you have money. Yes, you have all that, whatever. But you're still not above the law, which tends to be harsher yeah. on people of that specific social status. But... I'm actually looking through things and I saw that they actually went to his ex-wife, Vanessa Paradis, which is a French yeah. singer. They were married yeah. for a couple of years. And uh, from the statements, everybody seems to say, hey, you was never violent with me. So when, when I when I hear stories like that, I always tend to you know, want to analyze the actual unit in which that person reacted that way. Yeah, because he says a lot. Because usually, I mean, every, I believe everybody's capable of being violent, but I think you need the right set of circumstances to have come out of you. Okay. Yeah. Um, continue and with also, Johnny doesn't really have much of a history with that. He has a history with drugs and stuff and and experimenting, but he doesn't have a he doesn't have a history of like you know driving cars through things and blaming other people or or whatever. He's not whatever. Robert Downey Jr. and we know that. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm sorry. Um, but continuing with the conversation on, for example, things related to Me Too or injustice towards women, um, 
writer Adria Tucker was recently let go from the upcoming CW Superman uh, and Lois series in a series of tweets that were released on, uh, I'm just going to pull them up real quick, apologies, uh, if I'm not mistaken, on the 6th, yeah, on November 6th, uh, Adria said, some personal news, Wednesday I got word from my contract on Superman and Lois won't be extended, my service no longer needed, my outline and draft subpar. Uh, in, in brackets, obviously, I disagree with that last bit. LOL, close brackets. This is after a month of me flagging Me Too jokes, the dialogue of me defending the bad L test, of me fighting to ensure the only black faces on screen aren't villains, of me pitching stories for female characters. Um, in brackets, there's only one in the title of the series, close brackets, that went ignored. If I sound bitter, it's because this one stings. I've been assured by colleagues I was. Great in the room, so I know I'm not nuts. I debated whether to put this of my own mental well-being demands that I do, uh, but my own uh, my own mental mental well-being demands that I do. The only way shit changes is to expose it. End of tweets. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I was at Montreal Comic Con a couple years ago, and there was a Middle Eastern man who was working in gaming, and he was on a panel. And he said they were working on a video game, uh, sandbox video game. And while working on it, he noticed when they were looking at one of the last renders that all the prostitutes in the game were women of color. All the villain, all the bad guys in the game and thugs and stuff were people of color. Um, and all, all the like tertiary characters in the background were just predominantly white people. Um, and he brought that up in the room. Uh, he himself... Uh, a Middle Eastern person, but he's, he noticed specifically that people of color, he was talking about people of darker complexion. So brown uh, and, and black people were being depicted as prostitutes and uh, thugs. So he said he brought it up in the room and he was the only person at closely uh, that appeared closer to a person of color in the room. He was also uh, the only, there were also no other minorities in the sense that there were no women in the room. And he said the whole room looked at him confused for a second and then they all looked and realized what he was saying was true and all had this moment and this is when people say the word woke this is actually the moment they're talking about funny enough that moment of realization where someone points out something that you have never seen before or just didn't notice because it wasn't part of your everyday today and they point it out to you, and you can never unsee it. And he just pointed out that in a room full of people, one person being Middle Eastern, everyone else in the room being white, that they they inadvertently made all the women of color the prostitutes and all the men of color thugs and drug dealers and stuff in the game. Uh, and he said that the, it's important for someone in the room to speak up. Um, we said this last week when we were talking about the fact that uh, the the when they're working on Star Wars, the Mandalorian, someone suggested getting a deaf person to help them develop the Tuscan Raider language because the the sign language because a deaf person would have a better uh, ability with helping them come up with signs to represent things. Um, and it's it that's the whole comment that someone in the room has to speak up i don't know that nadia uh, nadria apologies tucker is the only person of color in the room or the only woman in the room but it sounds like she was one of the most vocal ones and i'm not saying she's 100 percent correct i don't know what else happened in that room but it is a little sus suspicious that yeah. she's being let go after bringing stuff up yeah 
Um, the, the unfortunate I, thing about something like this is that you that's one of the risks. Like, I don't like to say this, and I, I also hate being the person who's the white person in the room saying this. Um, he didn't this have is unfortunately to, I, a risk that you take when he's choosing to say it. I just want to, I gotta tease you when you say something like that. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I, I'm just saying that, like, I don't like being part of the like, risk, though. No, it's part of the risk, though. Like, when you, you speak know, up. it is. When you speak up, it doesn't matter. Even in any job, even regardless of skin color or culture or whatever, if, yeah. if everyone in the room is saying, yes, we want this, but you know that there's something morally wrong about going on, yeah. when you raise up your hand, you're going to get one of two reactions. Either A, everyone is going to agree, or everyone's going to tell you, shut up and take your place. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's unfortunate that, um, well, we know that the movie industry um, is predominantly white and men yeah. let me just say that the movie yeah, industry 100%. is predominantly uh white men taking charge of everything right there's not a lot of women there's more and more coming up there's not a lot of minority there's more and more coming up but it's still not uh you know it's still not enough right so i just find it unfortunate especially in the climate that we currently live in for a network or whoever made the decision to fire her i just find it very unfortunate to decide to fire somebody after these specific things were said. Because one, yeah. it doesn't look good for you as a network. Now, social media is way too big. I just, when I'm looking at the tweets and the reach that she had, I just feel like if somebody, yeah. if the right person was to retweet this and post it on Instagram, this would go viral. And then now the network has a problem. So that's yeah. that's why I'm saying, I find it unfortunate that their solutions was not to say, you know what, let's try and incorporate a little bit of what you're saying. Maybe we can't do everything at once. Because, yeah. you know, people take time to change or whatever, but let's try and incorporate it little by little. Yeah. And I just feel for all the people watching this that do want to work in these industries, if you're in a minority, if you're a woman, just be aware that, like Dave said, these situations will probably present themselves. And it's a question of a choice. What do you do? What do you stand for? There's more and more minorities and women that actually work in this industry and that produce very good quality content so you could choose to you know not say anything and maybe go against your values or you could just be like you know what maybe i'll try and find work where you know these things are appreciated i think that's sad i just think it's sad i actually yeah. hope that her reach i hope i hope that it it strikes a nerve with the right person who then as Kay was saying like then does the share or does the tweet or does the whatever that yeah. then makes the snowball happen because it's not fair that this happens and it's not. And the thing that sucks is like, sometimes it's not even like, it might not necessarily be representative of the network as a whole. It might be representative of the team assigned to that project because CW does have some shows that are, are predominantly black characters. Yeah. Like we have black yeah. lightning and whatnot. Right. I don't know who's yeah. writing them and stuff like that. I'm not going to pretend I do, but again, maybe this is a silo situation, but if it's not a silo situation and it's actually the whole network, you have to address it. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I, think, I have. Sorry, I, I, you have to head out. Yeah, I have to head out. Unfortunately, but like, yeah. uh, finish the, the news. Um, I'll say for the for the umbrella community, I'm super excited for that. And uh, but I'll leave you guys to it. And uh, great talk. And uh, again, the mothers complain about Mandalorian. Like, there it is. Do something better with your time. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Continuing real quick. Um, oh, sorry. Okay, I'll focus back. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, I agree with everything that you guys are saying with uh, Nadria, and I, I think one of the things that Dave touched on that is important is the fact that the idea of um, 
potentially a silo versus a widespread thing at the, the company. I'm, yeah. hoping, I'm hoping he's right. I'm hoping it's uh, uh, isolated uh, and that it's something that they'll investigate and address. And hopefully it's something that won't happen again in the future. That because that's super that yeah. thing like that can't continue. Um, but it's true, we do have to wrap things up pretty quickly. So I will uh the last you know, Umbrella Academy renewed for season three by Netflix. So I think we're all pretty excited for that. Um they've actually caught up to the trade, uh the comic book itself. So the last episode of last season co- uh, has uh, an ending that's similar to the last major arc in the comic book. So they're both gonna be kind of approaching that story blind however they choose um hopefully different ways because that's always kind of fun to see same way that game of thrones and books yeah. game ha- are going to be on diverging paths uh i think it's cool that umbrella academy was doing that um this is one that we were laughing about uh amazon scout delivery robots are slowly uh putting around four areas in the united states um so they built scout robots that they are send that currently one of the places that they have it is Washington State, and uh, these little delivery scout robots—they're, you know, they kind of look like your standard cute little robot, six wheels, can travel all sorts of terrain. Uh, it looks like it can climb stairs based on the wheel design. Um, oh, maybe I can share my screen because uh, this this is something that I'm finding. They look so cute. They do look cute. I will so I will give you that. Uh, but it's it's just also crazy to think that this is the technology that we're at like i mean what? listen as when i was a kid i was dreaming of these okay when i was watching all my little sci-fi movies and things this is what i wanted i wanted for us to be there and we're there and i don't get to try them because they're not being tested in canada right now this is really sad yeah so this uh this little prime robot that the amazon scout robots take pavement in uh washington state this article is from uh january 2019 there's actually a more updated article that showed they were testing it out in irvin california as well um and a few other places i personally think they should be testing out stuff like this in montreal and i'll because uh, i know Kay would like it just because she thinks it's cute i think they should be testing it out because we have the most drastic different um uh terrain we, yeah. we, have, we have hills we have really hot summers we have really cold winters we have a lot of wet uh terrain um it seems like the perfect place to test all Talk about of the roads. Talk about the roads. I want to see if they oh can, if they can, if they can actually move around these massive potholes that True. we have in the city. True. That's a very good point. Yeah. The idea of a, a mini scout robot driving around and trying to deliver packages on the, like, just imagine Montreal where there's constantly construction um and and one of the articles i was reading was explaining they can't use gps because gps isn't accurate enough because these boxes have to deliver something to your front door so it has to essentially have an image of your street an image of your door what happens when you have construction blocking your street and they can't get to you and stuff like that like these are all the crazy things also it makes me wonder like what are these scouts going to do when you're not home and they can't deliver it? it does it leave it on your door does it keep it does it you know so many questions but i'm interested um so cute i love yeah, it sure. uh the last bit of news that we have a very sad piece here um alex trebek uh the host of jeopardy um passed away at the age 80 after fighting uh pancreatic cancer it's very sad they announced this um november 8th i think that he had passed away on the official jeopardy um twitter um 
I mean, I grew up. I, he took over the show the year after I was born in 1984. So he is the host of Jeopardy as far as I know. Um, and it's very, very sad to see that he's gone. Um, not much I can say other than, you know, we, we unfortunately had to expect something was going to happen when he announced initially that he had pancreatic cancer. It's not one of the, it's not necessarily the easiest one to deal with. It doesn't have the best survival rate. He was also very high. Like I think he had, um, cause it's like in levels, right? It's like stage one Different stage, stages. Yeah. yeah. He was in one of the higher stages already. So it was stage four. Yeah. Uh, mm. he gave us a lot of hope with that smile though. That man, uh, didn't let us down. He said he was going to be there. He said he was going to work hard and it's very sad to see that he passed away, but, um, uh, rest in peace to Alex Trebek. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, the last thing I wanted to say, was there anything you wanted to say before I sign off? Um, Amazon, please send your test robots to Montreal. Thank you. <laughs> Also, don't forget to check out all things. Kay is going to follow her on, on uh, social media, the at SOK, SOK.KY. If you guys are watching this, you can see it on the screen. If you're listening to this, uh, yeah, check her out. Everything, frankarmstrong.com. Uh, Kay, where else, where else can they find your stuff? Where else they, they they, well, actually, we just started, uh, you know, uh, our videos agree to disagree with Nikki music yeah. that are available on my IGTV. So that's okay. That's okay. That K Y, but also available on our YouTube channel. Bang, bang. You know? oh, I'll, put, I'll put that back, put that back. So there you go, guys. It's scrolling at the bottom. But for those of you who don't know, you can always just go to franklinarmstrong.com and just click on our YouTube. It'll take you straight to it. Um, or you can just type this in bit bit.ly slash capital F, capital A, capital N, capital Y, O U T U B E. That's uh, fam YouTube. Yep. You'll find all our content over there. Yeah, we're going to be doing great things. Um, I want to end this off by uh, having one moment, uh, just one minute of silence for um, the soldiers who passed away uh, and the soldiers who still live. Um, here on Remembrance Day. I know a lot of people don't love what war stands for, nor do I. I don't think anyone appreciates what it stands for. Um, I think it's unfortunate that soldiers even had to go into battle, but at the same time, they were doing what needed to be done to help protect uh, the freedoms that we have right now, uh, the ability to be able to even have these conversations um, and to live the life we lead, um, especially a young Black man, a young Black woman, able to discuss anything which way what we want um if certain people had their way we would be silenced and never had the opportunity to do the things we do um and soldiers fought for our rights to do that uh and i just want to give them a moment so we're going to give them a moment of silence one minute and then uh we're going to play our outro and that will be it for us guys here on this uh just the news edition of geek tastic typho so one moment starting now folks
And that's it, folks. We're signing off this week. Oh, just trying to play the outro and it froze on me. But uh, we're signing off this week. I want to thank Kay specifically for jumping in. Uh, I know this was a last minute thing. Uh, we kind of just wanted to. It really came from the conversation about these crazy people and the controversy over Baby Yoda, but we definitely still wanted to have that conversation. So thank you so much, Kay, for being able to jump in and have and uh, cover the news with us. Thank you for having me. Of course. Anytime. We're definitely going to have you back soon. Uh, guys, that's it. That's all. This was another edition. Once again, this is just the news on Geek Tastic Cypher, and we'll, we're out. We'll be back next week, November 18th, with a new edition.